Hey guys, Rizwan here from Anime Declassified. Uh, today we'll be talking about Voltron, Legendary uh, Defender. And you can find me on Twitter, Instagram at CND Drake, and I'm joined today by... Hi, my name is Anthony Davis, also known as Green Boy on Twitter, but you can really find me on Anton Davis 32 at Twitter, <laughs> but that's my nickname on there, so want to look for me, find me there. <laughs> and I'm also joined by... Oh, I'm supposed to come in now. Hello, everyone. This is Seamus, <laughs> otherwise known as Ryder Jetfire. I don't get to do that on No Pink Spandex. So it's been a while since I've done that kind of intro. And it's uh, great to be here, guys. I'm really excited to talk about Voltron. And let me tell you, if you had told me, like, four months ago, I would be guesting on a podcast, geeking out about Voltron, I'd be like, you are crazy. <laughs> because, like, before now, right? Like, Voltron was a thing that, like, yeah, like, some people know and... Like, it was a cultural touchstone and all that, but it wasn't like, oh, man, Voltron. But now Voltron is the newest hype on the block. It, it really is. And, like, for me, it's such an awesome thing that Voltron's back because I feel like I've been watching Voltron all my life at this point. Well, it's been kind of around a lot, um, unlike a yeah. lot of other 80s properties, besides, obviously, something like Transformers or G.I. Joe. It's kind mm -hmm. of been rerun in it's reran in the 90s it reran on adult swim for god knows how long it was on toonami too like and there's been multiple incarnations so it's just, now yeah it's been in it sort of kept itself in the popular culture yeah most definitely and like i still remember watching this movie back in like i guess daycare when i was like four or five years old and i'm watching it like so you're telling me that you have these people that fly around in lions to build a robot Little Riz is like, oh my god, that's amazing. Please, where can I get more of this? It's like, yes, and my it took me, mind. It took me two and a half years, I think, after that, to figure out the name of the t uh, movie, and then realize it's a TV show, not a movie. It was probably, that was probably one of those VHS tapes that had like three episodes or something like stitched together into yep. one. Mm -hmm. It had the first five episodes, which is like the intro to the uh, 80s t uh, cartoon. I, I hear those are the best ones, so you so, did good. I, I mean, it took me so long because I couldn't remember the name of it. Then I was like, wait, it sounded like something like Volt. Let me let me look around Blockbuster for this. I mean, I was I was exposed to Voltron. I mean, this is probably like the super casual thing to say. I was I was definitely exposed to it. I mean, I saw toys of it around when I was a kid because I mean, I'm not that old, guys. I'm only like twenty. I'm only like twenty something. So don't need to <laughs> don't need to tell yeah. everybody what made it's twenty five. So I'm only twenty five. I'm is it twenty five? God, I can never remember. Twenty five. And I saw toys of it, and then I saw, like, robot chicken sketches, because they did all kinds of Voltron sketches. And then I would catch it on Adult Swim sometimes. It'd be on at, like, 5.30 when I got up in the morning. So yeah, I never, like, could follow the story, because I only ever caught the first, the last, like, five minutes. So that, that ending theme is always stuck in my head. But other than that, I, I the pitch sounded weird. He sounded like a Muppet. I, didn't know, I did not know what was going on with that guy. But uh, other than that, I mean, it seemed like a fun show, and I always thought about yeah, watching like, it. Van was such an interesting character to, like, listen to in the dub. Like, it's all good to be back. Yeah. <laughs> that Norwegian accent, I'm like, okay, like, I, I am I am all for changing things in American dubs, but I'm like, that might have been a step too far. Far, exactly. <laughs> like, I, I'm watching the new Voltron on Netflix, and my first reaction is, okay, they renamed uh, Sven de Siro. Where's the Norwegian accent? Yeah, well, I asked um, 
in an interview with the uh, Shiro's voice actor Josh Keaton, I said, "Hey, are you are you ready for a fan at a convention for you to do a Norwegian accent?" And he's like, "Well, I, I better uh, better get ready for that." Because <laughs> you know That's somebody's going to do it. Somebody's going to be like, "You need to speak in Norwegian," or he's or he said he's like, "I don't know. Maybe if it, maybe if in the next season they ask me and they're like, hey, can Shiro got lost in space and now he speaks like a Norwegian man, I'll I'd do it." <laughs> But um, I like, guess I'm back. I, well, I, I hello, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so to kind of um, I guess start off for those of that don't know, Voltron is an '80s a- anime that started off as Go Lion in Japan. Which like that, that, the thing people don't get about Go Lion for just a minute. I'm so sorry. Go, I'm go talk for it. So go much. for it, man. You're good. In Japan, no one cares about Go Lion. Like, it was just one of those many 80s animated series that were coming at the time that were clearly meant to sell toys. I mean, much like any of those shows were, right? It's yeah. to the point where the only release of it on home media, at least in, a, in the DVD age, is, has only been in America. The show has not come out, from what I understand, in Japan. That's how much they don't care. And they'll put out, yeah. like... A, a, a Japanese superhero program from 1975, but they will not put out this this random animated because there it didn't matter, right? It didn't, yeah. And everybody knows the story basically of how Voltron came to be. Like they were going to try to adapt another show, and they accidentally got Go Lion, and they were like, "This is awesome." Yeah. Hmm. Like I think they were trying to get another 80s anime, like not even a mecha or something, right? No, no, it was a mecha series. It was oh. I, I I knew this. I was listening to a Voltron podcast the other day where Dal- Daltanius, it was called, and it had lions in it. And the, the whole story went that, and this is for the really uninitiated, is that the the people at World Events Productions were like, hey, we want that Daltanius show. But they didn't know the name. Like, I, even I couldn't remember it just now. And they, were, they just told Toei, they were like, hey, give us the one with the lions in it. And Toei didn't, they were like, oh, okay. And they sent Go Lion instead. And they looked at, and I think they eventually did get Daltanius footage as well, but they looked at Go Lion and they're like, no, no, this, this is it. But again, much like another animated series of the 80s, Robotech, they needed more episodes to fill the syndication because they needed at least 65. Go Lion was like 50-something. So yeah. they got another show called Die Rugger, which is basically a bunch of cars turned into Vulture. I know it's not just yeah. cars, but that's what it is. And Mirai Robo Daltanius. I, I never actually watched that, but I did watch. Uh, like, there was an episode of Robot Chicken where, like, oh yeah, where they're all trying to the form, cars, like, the, taking forever to form Voltron. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, where's like, Voltron? Yeah, like, dude. where's Voltron? Like, you weren't there. <laughs> so I watched episode one of Vehicle Force Voltron last week. How was it? Was it good? I liked it. I really did. There, there are some hardcore Vehicle Voltron fans out there. I'm, they exist. There are nowhere near as many as the Lion Force, but there, there are some. Yeah, I actually want to watch the next couple episodes, but I can't find episodes 2, 3, and 4 on YouTube. They go to straight from 1 to 5. Yeah, the, the official Voltron channel just has a bunch of random episodes Yeah, s- selected. I mean, the DVDs are still out there if you really want it, but you're also sort of like, I mean, do I want to watch 50 episodes of this? Like, that's, that's exactly. always a problem. That's my problem. Me. 80s anime, except for, like, my, my love, pride, and joy, Robotech, most 80s anime are, like, they have a solid start, 
and then nothing happens for 40 then, episodes? Yes. <laughs> that sounds like se- uh, Sentai. It does. Okay, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I could. I was about to go on a mad tangent, but everybody oh, who's listening to Vol- for, for, uh, for Voltron, they're, uh, they're not having that. But, I mean, yeah, things did happen in OG Voltron. I know that. I mean, what was it? Anthony, you said you had seen Voltron before, right? Like the OG Voltron? Yeah. Yes, OG Ultron. Um, I watched a little bit of Gold Lion as well, but like, I, it, I don't know. It just, it just kind of like, not, not the funny voices, just, to, just to entertain me. It's, it's not the same, you know, the same effect. Like. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I and then of course uh, with OG Voltron, I mean, if you watch it now, I mean, like the animation, especially compared to Legendary Defender, it is like limited animation. Oh God, yes. But <laughs> the, the it's lions still don't like entertaining. Oh yeah, it's super There's- like. There's a reason why it got such a fan base and why there are still a lot of devoted fans. There's a great lore to it. There's a great universe that they don't really explore uh, because it's an 80s anime. Like, what do you want, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Again, this isn't like Macross or something, you know? Like, th- those shows were the exception, not the rule. Like, Keith, though, with those lines, man. <laughs> oh, Two more feet and legs. Four arms. 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 That is that that is the most iconic part of the show. I mean, we had my friends and I had, had a lot of discussions when this show was coming out, and I have some friends who are huge fans of the old show, and they were very displeased that they didn't do that in the new show. Like they didn't do it every episode, and I was like, yeah. "Well, that's the problem. Is that like that's the only? It's funny that that's the main thing that people wanted in the new show. They didn't want like, oh, it, it needs to hit this story plot, or it needs to have this character, or Keith needs to have his mullet, which he does anyway." It's that they're like, it's got to have the music, and it's got to have the activate interlocks thing. And I'm they like, they did the activate interlocks once. Yeah, and that was really like an informing mech thing. That was more of a getting ready to fly off into space. Which which was a nice fun. And they did the I'll form the head when they're all like when the, he's piloting the black line down to like land on top of the other ones. And that was that was cute. Oh, yeah. That was. But I that mean, really funny. as much as I say as a not a not a hardcore OG Voltron fan that I'm like, oh, you don't need it. It's fine. But I say that also as the fan who is going to lose his mind if the new Digimon dub comes out and Joshua Seth isn't in it. So I get it, right? Like, uh, I, I know, he better I know come out. He better come out. That's, I mean, that's a whole other podcast. But That's a whole other thing altogether. Digimon is like another thing that me and Anthony are really passionate about. Oh, yeah. So. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm right there with you guys. You guys are probably bigger fans than <laughs> yeah. I am. But like, but it, I don't, but it, we don't know about that. Oh, well, maybe not. Uh, the, I don't know. But with but relating that back is that every fan has the thing they want, right? But I think that they made the right decision. I mean, you read interviews with these executive producers, and they're like, oh, well, we wanted to have do our own thing, and we didn't want the music because it wasn't what we wanted for the tone of our show. And at the end of the day, I think it's better to appeal to newer fans because, again, at the end of the day, you can be a hardcore fan of the OG Voltron, and even those hardcore fans are going to admit that, like, look, like the story was not all there. <laughs> you know, like... <clears throat> <laughs> oh, I'll oh. be honest. Like, oh, go ahead. No, 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 you go, you go. I'm sorry. I'll be honest. Like when I when I watched episode one, like the three part opening thing on Netflix, I got done. Immediately messaged Anthony, like, dude, what the crap? You told me this is actually good. What is wrong with you? What you didn't like, like the premiere? You didn't like the you didn't like the the three part premiere? The I, movie? I I had so many dis- things that were disappointing to me. That really because coming from the '80s a- anime, coming from the uh, everything else. I was just like, why? Why are these things so different? But then as like episode four or five played, I was like, okay, I can dig this. And then by episode tw- 12 or 11? 11. Well, because they counted the first three as one, so. Okay. At the finale, I was like, wait, 
I need more. Please. Like, yeah. Don't go away. Don't yeah, leave me. That's what I've heard from most I people. I need it. Unless they're like diehard fans of the original, in which case they were never going to accept this anyway, is that a lot of people either like loved it right off the bat like I did, or some people were like, eh, don't know, and then as it went on, they got into it. But that, that yeah. that's what's so helpful about Netflix, right? That you could get over that hump if you needed to. Exactly. Like, I I started binging. I took that one break to talk to Anthony, and then I was, like, hooked, like, for the rest of the night. Dude, I got up, um, well, I'll, I'll tell my, my binging Voltron story in a second, but the other incarnations of Voltron, then there was Voltron, the third dimension, which, yo, like, <laughs> mad, mad respect to anybody who can get a television show on the air, right? Like, I, I understand... Yeah. Like, we're not, I'm not even going to talk about the CGI. It was awful. But, like, that was the... Even though Beast Wars was on at the time, it was way better. Like, I get it, right? I get it. Yeah. But the show is... And I and I watched it all. Like, not just the five episodes that are on YouTube. I found other ways of watching the rest of the series. The show thinks it's, like, the most deep comp... This show thinks it's Voltron Legendary Defender. But it's not, <laughs> dude. It's so bad. And, like filled with this characterization that really makes no sense and it's a sequel to the original show but like they're still doing plots like oh man pitch that i was dumb like what oh my god that sounds terrible but (laughs) i mean dude and they got like the because in the original show a guy named neil ross voiced lance and pidge no not lance sorry keith keith and pidge and i can see that and in the in the Voltron Third Dimension, he voiced Keith again, but he didn't voice Pidge. They got um, what's his face, the guy who plays Fry in Futurama, to voice Pidge. It's like, oh man, guys, I'm Pidge. All right, activate interlocks. Like that's not even close to the Fry voice, but you get what I'm saying. It was <laughs> if, you, if you know Fry, it, it, that, yeah, that was closer to like my stereotypical fanboy voice. Oh, great, guys! Voltron! Ugh! No, that was Dex. Jeez. <laughs> that's, that's a Mass Rider reference. That, you know, that sounds like Mass Rider. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, after you watch all 20-something episodes of Voltron Third Dimension in like a week, it got like really burned into my mind for a minute there, and I've tried to forget. And still, the Voltron is the ugliest thing on the planet. Although, although, you know what? Like... Here's the thing, is that I think that as much as Voltron Legendary Defender's writing staff has tried to, like, play it cool and be like, yeah, we just watched the OG Voltron, I swear that there are references to all the other versions. Because in the original, um, in uh, Voltron Third Dimension, they have Stealth Voltron where they, like, they can turn invisible and it's stealthy, right? And then what happens in Legendary Defender? The Green Lion can go into a stealth mode. Just saying... Just, and that's then in, really interesting. I don't know if that's intentional. Like, I really don't. But even even in what was it, Voltron Force? All the individual pilots, unlike the original show, had like weapons. They had like guns and swords and stuff. And now, what happens in the new series? They have the Bayards that turn into weapons. And I'm like, those Bayards are freaking amazing. Oh I yeah. Love them. Like, those, I feel like they took all the things from other Voltrons to make this one. Yeah, like uh, I interviewed the head writer for the show, Tim Hedrick, and he had said that um, he had he had actually watched a few episodes of Voltron Force. He had read some Voltron comics, which I've never touched in my life. Um, so there is a lot of influences, and I swear that like, all right. So I think you all saw that I was tweeting about this. This is not like hard confirmed or anything, but there had been an article in like a Korean magazine like two years ago that it said Voltron Legendary Defender was gonna have like seventy something episodes which if you yeah. broke it down would be six seasons. 
And I can, I would, I would almost guarantee, and maybe, okay, I shouldn't say guarantee, I would hope that in like season four or something, they do an episode where there's like, there's a resistance group, and they're like, we wanted to be just like Voltron, and they have like these 15 vehicles that all like really ghetto-ly turn into a vehicle Voltron, right? That would be hysterical. Oh my god. Okay, we need this to happen now. Right? I mean, like... We I, need that. Like, the Lions did, like, just split into vehicles, like, for some train missing, like, where they have to go on, like, on a battle... Some kind of battle plan has to happen, where the Lions just split apart. Yeah, I think and that... Then, I mean, yeah. it doesn't necessarily have to be that. I mean, again, it can be... It can be literally anything. Um, also, should we wait for Anthony to come back? Eh, uh, he'll pop he'll, back he'll, he'll in He'll pop back in. Okay, so, the... I think that would be really fun, and I think that would be really cool. But, yeah, dude, like, Voltron, Third Dimension, uh, was not feeling it. I watched it all. I've watched, that's the only other Voltron I've seen all of. I have not watched any vehicle Voltron. I have not watched Go Lion or Die Rugger. I have, I, dude, when Voltron Force got announced, I was like, oh, like a new version of Voltron. This seems interesting. I'm one of, like, the five people who doesn't hate the opening theme. I think it's all right. So, I was talking to Anthony about, the Voltron stuff a few days ago when I told him I'm not liking the way that the Voltron Legendary Defender began and I said I really prefer the way that they handled uh, the, the 2011 and because it's a sequel and I wanted a sequel more than anything else at the time and he's like Riz did you really want that opening again and like, I, had to, I had to actually sit back and re- remember what the opening was I had to go to YouTube and look it up because I blocked on my memory Oh, let's Voltron. Yeah, I, I, I don't hate it. Like, I don't think it's bad. It's not. It's not terrible. It's just. I, it's I, weird. I think the problem is like as much as people say like, oh, like I want a sequel series. I want. I mean, this is the thing. And I had friends telling me that too. Why couldn't this be a sequel? Why couldn't this be closer to the original? And my response to that: This is not like from a writer or anything. This is just as me as a person. They've already done sequel series twice. Third Dimension yeah. was a sequel, then Voltron Force was not a sequel to that, it was, a, it was another sequel, a different sequel. So, at that point, it's done that twice, and I feel like they just wanted to do their own thing, which I'm totally fine with, because if you do a sequel, it can get really, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? It can get really bogged down in references and, like, alienating the audience, where here it's better to just start fresh, because, again, like, there's a lot of stuff in the old G Voltron that if you started from square one, you could make really awesome. I mean, I know there was a comic series that did some of that, and so I think there's a lot of ground to cover. Now, again, like, that's not to say that, you know, Voltron fans are wrong for wanting a sequel, and I'm sure that there will be some comic book that comes out uh, that will continue the stories of the original in a couple years, I mean, as there has been many already. <clears throat> Absolutely. I'm actually waiting for, um, like, season. I think in, like, season two or three, if they continue to plan the 70 episodes... Mm-hmm. They may actually start following some of the older things from the '80s and the Legendary Force stuff, not Legendary uh, Lion Force. Force. Because um, I feel like they're going to kill Ciro at some point, or something's going to happen to Ciro to where some- Keith has to become red. I think something's going to happen to him. Um, I don't know. I mean, we could go into theories about where it's going to go. I think we can talk about the show itself. I I do my okay. This F it will be, which is probably should be at the end, but who cares? So predictions. Predictions right. for the second season. Am I right? So my Go predictions are we'll have two to three episodes of just them having to refine each other, and they might because uh, you know how at the end of the season 
Uh, Keith got his little laser gun on the back of his lion, so I think they'll all discover extra weapons for themselves as well. Shiro will get messed up a little bit. Shiro might have to go away. And in, if in my world, in my perfect world, everyone keeps their colors because that will annoy the crap out of me if they don't. And yeah. I think that Allura should pilot the Black Lion. That's my that's my hope and dream. I could and, see Allura piloting Black because she is more leader material in the certain distance she has been in the last couple. Yeah. Because I actually do like her personality in this series. Like, she just takes, seems like she takes charge in this. Like, you know, she's become, even though, like, they really don't like her at first because she's kind of, like, comes off as, like, you know, quote-unquote, a bitch. <laughs> But, I, would, I wouldn't say that. I would more say, I wouldn't that, say that either. She's 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 just very alien to them, and she has this whole purpose, and they don't really know what's going on. So I think it just comes off it's it's very alien, um, both literally and figuratively. Oh, I was talking about the episode when they saw that food fight. Oh yeah, well, that's that. Oh, they, yeah. they, they were they were all bitchy to each other in that episode. Yeah. yeah. Oh, princess, saw what? Yeah. So that's the weird thing, though, and I think that there is some validity to thinking Keith could become another. Pilot because there's because Keith did not get a lot out of all the characters. Keith got the least to do in the first season, right? Yeah. yeah. So you gotta wonder, like, okay, and there's there's a lot of questions about him, like, why was his memory in the second episode just of that shack? Why doesn't he have memories of a family? Why, why did he not be able? Why couldn't he bond with the Red Lion right away? Why right. could he open that door in the uh, in the enemy space fighter thing? Like he could just open that, yeah. whereas. The, no one else could. Now he's got all the quintessence all over his face, or whatever. It, whatever happened in that last, in that second to last episode, I believe. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was fighting. Was he fighting Haggard, or was he, was he fighting? That some was Hagar. Okay, yeah. Hagar, Hagar, Hagar. So yeah. th- that's gonna be weird, right? Like, I don't. Is he? Is he a robot? Like, is he? Was he a clone? Like, I think. Oh, also, my other wild prediction: Shiro will actually get taken over by the hands, and he'll turn evil. Unwillingly. The hand, the hand, the hand, and he will become the new Prince Lotor because, as you as you can see, his hair went slightly white, and in the original series, Lotor mm-hmm. had white hair. Yeah, that's not looking good for him. No, it's, it's not, not. It's not. He's not. Do- oh, also, prediction is that uh, because Zarkon has the Bayard. That's the big ba- because you know how in the show they have a sword, but it's not it's not the OG blazing sword, right? Right. Yeah. My thing is once they get that back, they'll be able to do the blazing sword because as you saw in that episode, it was kind of a jagged sword a little bit. Yeah. So that's yeah, how it's not, sword, it's not blazing sword. sword. It's not that you know that awesome sword we've all been expecting. It's that, you know that completely impractical sword. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna look good. It was, I, I mean, thinking, like, it could be worse. It's anime. I get it, right? Like yeah. that we're already talking about giant robotic lions. All right, I'm not. But um, I guess we could talk about the premiere, right? Like you were not. What were you not digging about the premiere? Like was so, it just... I had a couple of things I didn't like when I first started watching. First, I didn't understand the character of Zero being as assertive as he was the leader. I felt because okay, in the eighties uh, cartoon, Keith and um was the leader. Like, he was the one in charge. He was basically Zero. But then we have Keith over here, and his personality, in my opinion, was split. Like, Lance's, char- Lance's character in the 80s got split in two. One to make Lance and this rendition, and one to make Keith. Because mm-hmm. Lance in the 80s was a, was a big, like, player. Like, he was really into, like, w- you know, getting all the women. But he was also really arrogant and kind of hot-headed. Mm-hmm. So, they split the women part of Lance into Lance and gave Keith all the hot-headedness. Whereas, 
Keith didn't have the hot-headedness in the 80s, in my opinion. He was more calm and cool-headed. He was kind of that, like, ideal leader who's like, all right, yeah. guys, let's yeah. do it. Let's do it. form Voltron. You did it really well. I <laughs> literally just listened to a vo- an interview with the voice actor who played him, and he was doing that, like, the whole time. He wasn't doing the voice the whole time, but it, it's very but fresh in my mind. And it's all, it's, it's a very, it's not a simple voice not to, like, to, uh, throw shade at the actor. It's just that it's a, it's that very command. And you've heard Let's Form Voltron over and over and yeah, over again. Yeah. It's something you're used to. Yeah. It's I, better than how to do it in Lion Force. It's, like, more fast paced. Like, Let's Form Voltron! Like, yeah. Okay, I, I am still 12 years old, and if you play a clip at twice the speed and everyone has pitched up voices, I think that's hilarious. Like, Me too. Very. <laughs> you know, I, I wish I could be beyond that. And that also leads into my thing about Lance, right? I will tell you that almost all of my friends thought Lance's fart joke in the first episode was really dumb. I oh, yeah. loved it because I'm like, that's the character. Like, that's like... I freaking love Lance. Like, he's, one, like, he's like my favorite character in the show. Yeah. I think so, that, I think also we, what you were mentioning to go off another point is that Lance like he got like the whole ladies man thing but you know what else he got infused with he got inf- I don't know if you guys have ever watched Avatar the Last Airbender Sokka yep yeah he he's Sokka. Sokka he's so just like just like how Hunk is definitely got some shades of Bolin mm-hmm. oh my god yes <laughs> and that's I mean they those writers have have types they they like and that's not a problem because I think that hunk and lance are great i think it's the the actors described at the WonderCon panel where they unveiled the show they're they're space mm-hmm. homies and although I, I think i like the hunk and pitch stuff a little better but i, I but that that premiere man yes man. i i as a writer i i watched that premiere and i'm like they covered so much ground so fast and they introduced so much of the world so quickly and i mean they did that very uh, in a very smart way by, like, these characters don't know what's going on, and they find this lion. They only find the one lion, and then they go flying, and they have a big old fight. Because You're having... the worst pilot ever! <laughs> <laughs> I call that I call that kind of sequence, like, a chariot race sequence, because I'm taking that off the movie Prince of Egypt, where mm-hmm. it's a great way to have fun while establishing things about your characters. And I think that that mm-hmm. scene is so funny, and it's so, like, tightly paced mm-hmm. and so well edited. <laughs> And the, the personalities of everybody are so on point. And, dude, I'm going to tell you right now, like, from the minute that show was announced, I'm like, and I saw all the promo art, I'm like, is Pidge a girl? Like, and they were sort of like, no, it's a guy. But when I saw the premiere, because I, I got to see the premiere early, there was that mm-hmm. photo, and I was like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. I was saying the same thing. I was like, wait. So, I was the only one to not catch on to that until it became obvious. Cool. Well, that, that's because I was looking for it. I was looking for mm-hmm. it. Once once it hit, like, episode two and there was, like, all this, like... Because if you yeah. go back and watch it, like, if you see how Pidge sits, Pidge sits in a very feminine way. Like, Pidge does not have, like, her legs open like most guys do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm. So you see those things. See, when I was watching it, or I was thinking that Pidge was transgender, and I thought that the guy in the photo was or the girl in the photo i should say was like pidge and now like he would have transitioned but no it's just that it was pidge is a girl and that's what i thought too because i thought that like either Pidge like i thought that was like pitches you know like before they actually revealed like who actually was i honestly thought that that was like you know like 
that Pitch was like Pitch was secretly like transgender, but like that was like his girlfriend. Yeah, was, yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I thought he was in, he was in the girls, so like you know, like that would make sense. You know, he's a girl. You know, no, but see, because because it, it fits to her, cause it fits the actress. Cause the actress, you know, plays you know a chick who's lesbian in uh, the screen, the screen, the TV series. I don't know if y'all watch it or not, but. I, I hear she's great in it. I hear she's awesome. Yeah, she's really she's really great in it, and um, she's a great actress. And also, yeah, she was in Ar- uh, Arrow for a couple seasons too. Yeah, yeah. she was she was uh, Sarah's friend, right? Like, yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. I forgot the girl's name. Oh, she had a name. I know she did. Uh, uh, but the thing, now. but the thing about Pidge was that okay, so they reveal Pidge is a girl. But then I but the thing is is that Pidge does not go back to using the Katie name. She keeps wanting to be called Pidge. Pidge. So. My thought is like, oh, maybe they'll – and she's still kind of wearing these more – somewhat more masculine clothes. Clothes, yeah. So I'm like, maybe there's something more to the show. Like maybe in the seasons down the line, uh, Pidge will be like, oh, like maybe I'm not a guy or a girl. It's like a genderqueer thing or maybe I am a yeah. guy. Yeah. Like, I think – That would be really progressive. I, I over, over, too. over – Stepping, the, you know, or you know, achieving the boundaries between, you know, like what 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 you think you are, and like, yeah, you know, which I think in a show that has a giant transforming robot, I think it'd be super dope to have a trans character. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. And also, I mean, at this point, it doesn't really matter what the gender is because C fits the mold of what the Voltron pilot has to be. So the show's still awesome. Female, yeah, like there's yeah. it doesn't it doesn't hurt so one bit. It doesn't really make it worse or better just yeah. see it what she is you know i think at the end of the day even if they don't do anything else and Paige is just a girl from now on they still gender swapped a character from the original show and i think yeah, that that's and really, it works really well like i could not believe yeah. how well it worked i think like, and and they give her more to do than just oh i'm the girl right like yeah. there's all the tech stuff there's even more stuff than just the brother thing and the and which that's a reference to vehicle voltron because mm-hmm. in the original show Paige had a brother on the vehicle Voltron team. Obviously, it wasn't true in the Japanese because those two series weren't connected, but they, they said, oh, these characters look kind of alike, let's say they're brothers. There's, yeah. So I'm not crazy that I'd really did happen. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's I totally remember the reference. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right. Like, oh, yeah, like, I, I when I interviewed all the uh, producers and stuff, they're like, oh, yeah, like, like we didn't watch Vehicle Voltron. I'm like, okay, yeah, but you totally read, like, a wiki page, right? And you totally saw mm-hmm. that, and you're like, oh, well, let's put that in there. <laughs> don't you lie to me don't you lie to me i i know they can't say everything like they were totally being coy about the pitch thing right off the mm-hmm. top which i get right like they wanted to save it yeah of course yeah but yeah a, but a lot of people when the show was coming out they're like why is there five guys in the main team like why would they not change that and i was sort of like mm-hmm. no just wait I, the, the, the pitch is totally gonna be is there either trans or a girl <laughs> no way just look at that design right t- like yeah I had my I had my suspicions because I was like, was, when I first watched that intro. I was like, okay, it's supposed to be a it's supposed to be a guy's voice, but they used a girl. Like I was curious about that. I was like, hmm. It's just good. Yeah, you think like, oh, it's yeah. just because it's like it's the youngest of all of them, and, and yeah, it just worked. And also the pitch voice in the original show, obviously it was a guy doing it, but it was very like I know. So there were some people like, who, like, like, oh my god, like some people like did not know that Pidge was supposed to be a guy in the original show. I've heard that from many fans, and I think that that's really interesting. I mean, I mean, as I a saw joke, it on your Twitter, he, he sounds like a Muppet though. It's just like, yeah. all right, guys, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's fight. Let's fight. Let's fight. Let's form Voltron. And Voltron. The, the original actor said in the interview about they like he's like, oh, how'd you come up with the voice of Pidge? He's like, well, I had gotten the the Keith role. 
and they came up to me first day of recording, and they're like, oh, you're going to do this guy too. And he just looked at a photo of Pidge, and he was panicking. He's like, oh my gosh, if I can't do this, they're going to fire me. So he made up the voice off the top of his head, and he thought that it was like, oh, this is just a one-episode character. I won't have to keep doing this. Whoops. Uh, Soaks whoops. on you, buddy. Whoops. Which is Soaks good, right? You. Like, No, actually, what's really funny is that, like, um, I don't know if you guys have ever seen the show. It's called uh, Duckman. And it, it's basically, it, yeah, um, the guy from Seinfeld, uh, Jason, Jason Alexander, Van Zander, right? yeah. he actually had the same um, problem. He's like, okay, well, I do this, you know, this, this, you know, loud, screaming, booming voice for like one episode, like, you know, it was like one time thing, and do it more. Next thing you know, he's doing it for 75 episodes. <sighs> well, that's, isn't that great in Voltron yeah. that now Pidge sounds like a human being? <laughs> Like, there's God. there's some fan out there who's like, why doesn't Pitch sound like he used to? And they're not wrong for wanting that, but you got to think like, okay, but like as cheesy and as fun as that is, it's a little more, it's a little easier to relate to the character because this, I would say, from what I've seen of OG Voltron, this show is aimed at a slightly older audience. It really, yeah, is. it is. I mean, it's still it's the parents to the, to the you know the kids, you know, but we can tell totally see that it's involving more of the uh, the older audience. Section. Yeah, it's it's, it's like the same. like it did, like like it did with Cora, like did with um Cora, you know. Yeah, definitely Cora. Yeah. Like it's definitely that Cora, like kind of late tween, early teen kind of. And I mean, obviously, adults like ourselves are loving it and right. enjoying it. Oh, and yeah, that was the intent. Um, so I guess we can, we can run, alright, so we already, so what about, okay, so Shiro, Space Dad, is, mm-hmm. <laughs> most definitely, yeah, Space, dude, that fandom is so in love with Shiro being the dad <laughs> of that team, <laughs> that, like, Shiro's such a cool guy, like, I like him now that I've got, given him a chance, like, I feel bad for giving him so much state in the beginning, I was like, this dude's terrible, let him <laughs> die already, like, he didn't, no, <laughs> no, he's so good, <laughs> he is good, like, he's amazing, but I didn't get that in the beginning, because I was so angry at the fact that, it wasn't exactly like the eighties uh, cartoon, and that really was a bad take- way to look at it, you know. Yeah. The, one, guess- th- the one thing I actually enjoy about this show that it like it has layers, and I love series that have layers to them. It's not just you know the usual like uh, cliche of fight giant robot, we fight, win, blah blah blah. You know, episode over. They barely it, had fights. It was they barely had fights. It, it yeah it involved most about the characters. Voltron was basically just there as a plot. He's not actually, like, you know, used often, but he is important, which, yeah, I, they, which I love. So. When they use I him... I mean, the titles... There you go. The title is Voltron. I mean, he has to be important at some point, but he's not, like, the focal point of, like, the entire series. He's just the plot point to get things going. Yeah, it's The not, characters that would make this one better. Yeah, it's not like, oh, we gotta form Voltron every single episode, which, like, that yeah. that kills, like, the pacing of a show dead if they had to set up a row beast every episode and they had to have the fight. Every- and again, there are some people who genuinely wanted that to be what the show is, and I think I, I'm quoting a Voltron fan from the Voltron podcast where he's like, if it's a retread, why bother, right? Like, if it's just like the mm-hmm. old one, just go watch the old one. It's, yeah. Here, you're right. The characters are so much more important. The characters are so well-defined. I love every single one. I mean, this is like, this is for me, and I've said it many times on Twitter, this is the perfect show for my kind of sensibility. And I think you guys know, especially as fans of the tokusatsu genre and Power Rangers, 
I've said it a million times, like, this is the show that I wish Power Rangers was. I wish Power Rangers had characters like this. And I know it's a little more, it's a little difficult because, I know. because of footage and different, like, it's not Netflix, I get it, but... And Saban being Saban. And Saban being Saban, but, uh... <laughs> yeah, because, like, because when Donatars first premiered, like, I, I, I do enjoy the characters. I do enjoy how the characters are. But they haven't are, done anything. Like they, but they haven't done anything. Yeah, they haven't done anything. Here, like, like we're getting development. Like by like the end of the season, you're like, oh god, these guys are changing a little bit. Yeah, like, and, like, I know they definitely these, are know these guys after just watching it. Thir- so, well, I count thirteen because you know it's it's you know it's eleven technically. I, I count as thirteen because I count the three episodes. Yeah. yeah. As as yeah. So Hunk we, had so much development. Oh my god. Oh, Hunk, dude, Hunk. <laughs> probably my favorite character because one he's just hilarious and i think my favorite line was in the premiere where they're going to get the yellow lion and they're like they're getting fired on he's like no i don't want to be crying i'm already crying right <laughs> <laughs> like i didn't really like in the beginning i was like okay hunk is this really tough dude why are they making him so pansy but now that i'm seeing it it's like it's a he's, time it's, yeah. it fits him so well like in the, in this and that's the biggest problem I have with, with Voltron, like, before. I was so engraved in this one format that the slightest things about the new one turned me off until I got over it. And now that I've gotten over it all, I love it. The only thing I would say do a little bit differently is Koron, but that's a whole other topic. We'll, 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 get, we'll get to him. We'll get to yeah. him. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Hunk, like, I love the line. I mean, I could just go over my favorite lines all day. I, I love the line, and I think it was the second episode where he says, where, like, Koran, like, locks all their arms together, and they're like, all right, you have to, like, work together to eat. And Anka's like, Koran, think about what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> he loved a space goo. He loved it. Yeah, it great. Dude, he was, I love in the, the ninth episode, which we'll talk about later, is my favorite episode. He, like, yeah. he's trying to, like, get, like, the stuff to shoot out, and he, like, puts, the, like, the nozzle in his face, like... Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and, of course, the, the greatest exchange in the whole series for me between Pidge and Hunk, where Pidge is like, oh, curse my short arms, and Hunk is like, oh, I know, I hate those things. Those things. <laughs> <laughs> the, the character interplay is so good, because, like, they don't just feel the need to say all their feelings, they just have fun. Inter- like, that was the thing that yeah. shocked me about this show, was how funny it was. That there's so much humor, and it's like, it's not all like, oh, girl, we gotta be serious, or like, oh, yeah, we gotta be heroes. It's like, no, these... I know it's hard to forget, especially, like, okay, like, I know they said Shiro's supposed to be, like, 17 or 18, but I'm like, that guy's at least 25. <laughs> He's 25 or older, and then the rest of these guys, they're space cadets, they're students, they're meant to be having fun, they're not supposed to be, like, taken seriously yet in the Academy. Yeah, which makes Lance's fart joke, like, more acceptable to me also, because he's if he's supposed to be, like, 16, I'm like, yeah, that's a 16-year-old thing to do. <laughs> so, and then there, of course, we talked about Pidge, and I've just, oh, the tech person is the girl, and I love it. And then we have Keith with his mullet. He did not get that much, right? Like, he he got so, like, we didn't even get to hear what, um, well, actually, no, 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 that's for Lance. Yeah, Keith has the mullet, doesn't really have too much of a backstory. He wants to impress Shiro, and he's got the budding friendship slash bromance slash whatever shipping he, goggles you want to wear. Secret, he secretly loves Shiro, but he's actually got, going to custom to wanting Lance. Like. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> That's the way. Somebody <laughs> has been looking up Voltron fan art on Tumblr, because let me tell you what. <laughs> you know it. <laughs> Tumblr, Dude, DeviantArt, everything. There is some. There is some great fan art. There's a lot of scary fan art, 
A lot of scary fan art where I'm like, okay, guys, let's just remember these are supposed to be teenagers. Like, yeah. let's just remember that. Um, otherwise, like, there's a lot of great stuff out there. Hell, a lot of the artists from the show post their own fan art of their characters. Like, there was the one guy who posted the Voltron slash Lupin the Third uh, crossover fan art. And I'm like, oh, they're fanboys too. I love it. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah, dude. I'll I've tell never you seen that. After. Oh yeah, it's so yeah, great. That. They have, um, yeah, it's Lance. So it's like Lance the Third as, or maybe it was Shira. I don't remember. They had Lance dressed up as Lupin, and they had uh, Allura as like some girl from it. And I was some like, girl, some girl from Lupin the Third. I've I've barely seen. I've seen like that movie, and that's it. I've seen the one that yeah. uh, Hayao Miyazaki directed. That's it. Oh, I'm gonna got to see. Oh, I'm just I'm just such a casual fan, and <laughs> oh, dude. Lance, my boy, my boy Lance, so great, dude. Like he's 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 such a he's such like a chucklehead. But then there's that scene in the third or fourth episode where he like he goes to Koran and he's like, "Where how far away is Earth?" And he's like, "Koran's like all the way." <laughs> and it's a funny moment. But then Lance looks so sad because he has a big old family. Yeah, and Lance is like a really family guy. He's not like yeah. he he probably went into this. Like the academy, to protect his family or in like his own mind, so he's doing his duty right now to protect his family, and that's all he really wanted. And him being so far away is like he's kind of pulling his strings a lot. Yeah. yeah, I mean, at least with like you know with with uh, Pidge, like she like she has a reason why, like you know, oh, I I can you know I got to stay my my dad, my brother. That's that's yeah. what's driving her because it's just her mom. She knows her mom's fine like you know her mom's fine she's just that she's just you know strong about losing her you know losing her both her boy yeah her boy and her you know her husband so you're thinking like okay well you know she's fine you know like i miss her too but like not as much i miss my you know my dad who's been missing you know yeah i i also another missing father father story yeah that's i just noticed that Here's here's also the thing, right, is that the whole first season is about everybody finding their reason to fight. Like, Keith and Shiro pretty much were down. Like, Shiro was like, I'm going to protect the universe, that's the kind of guy I am, and i got to protect these my other guys. Keith is like, I'm going to follow Shiro, and again, he doesn't really have a, a complicated backstory, but I think there's going to be more revealed. Layers! Like an onion. Mm, layers. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Lance, kind of, what was his reason? Was it just that he wanted to protect the... He didn't have as big a reason. He was kind of like, I want to flirt with Alora. It was not only flirting with Alora, it was also competing with Keith. Like, you gotta remember, yeah. Keith, like, Keith's a rivalry of the two of them. Yeah, yeah it's, they have... it's like, hey, remember? We were, we were rivals. <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> yeah. Who are you? So there, so there's that, but I think, I think in the second or maybe even third season we're gonna, cause and that's the great thing if they knew they were gonna have six seasons at the start, they could plan these long story arcs. Mm-hmm. And so I think he's gonna have to look for his reason, especially when he starts missing his family. Pidge, obvious. Hunk got the biggest. I have to figure out why I'm fighting. Oh my thing. god, yes. Like the Hunk whole, was. He was he was kind of like I don't know about this like maybe we can go home um, but when the whole Balmera thing and he got Balmera has got to be like one of my favorite episodes. Let me just like, say <laughs> I'm real glad first brother who gets a romance in this show is the big fat guy. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> and with it an alien, so no much less. hope. It gives me so much hope. And and you know what? And the girl does not it just she's not all animated out with like boobs flying everywhere. She is a rock person, and therefore they don't need breasts. breasts. <laughs> God. Yeah. 
Like, Hunk is such a mix of Sokka and Bolin, it hurts. Oh, my God. In a good way. In a he's, good way. Yeah, I definitely think he's got he's got more of the Bolin. Um, but he's also got, a, obviously, a little bit more of himself. He's just this kind of lovable guy. And he's not yeah. quite as, like, thirsty as Bolin was at points. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but, Lance got a little more of that. Uh, but he definitely got, like, the Sokka starting out with the Moon Lover and all that. Yeah. <laughs> Greatest line in animation history. My, my first girlfriend <laughs> turned to the moon. That's right. Really <laughs> and that I, I, that whole Balmera thing where they, they went there and then they had to come back and then there's this whole spiritual thing about the planet. Like, oh, they, they take their time with these things that you think they won and then no. I, the planet is a thing. It's an like, animal. It's, 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 it's an animal, creature. Yeah, yeah. It's a creature. It I, lives, it breathes. I love it. So then we've got all right. So Alora, obviously, we talked about uh, her being all the, the princess and whatnot. But she, she, you know, she's really take charge, man. She's made, unlike in the original show, which yo, I know there are some people who loved Alora and Keith and Alora in the original show. But come on, now this character is killing it right now. Like Alora is killing it hardcore. She is such. She is much yeah. memorable than the last two incarnations we had. Well, well, technically. If you really want to be, yeah. If you really want to count the third dimension, which I don't want to. <laughs> no, no, no. But you gotta remember, same as does count. It so it has to exist. So. Yeah. It does it? It does. It does count. And she's basically it's just a continuation of the original show. I mean, it yeah. really same. I mean, it's the same voice actress. So it is basically the same thing. That's yeah. a, that's a weird thing about that show. Tim Curry was Lotor. He's the best part of that show. I know, like right? Yeah. There's an to watch, but I couldn't get past the first three minutes. <laughs> So then, so so Koran, like, what's your what's your beef with Koran? You're not you're not feeling him. Not so Koran, like, okay, I get having the comic relief in the other five, like that's cool, but I feel like having Allura and Koran both kind of being there to reel him back into reality, like, hey, you're the Voltron Force, is a lot stronger than Koran being like. He looks like that guy from the Wild Thornberries. I forget his name. Nigel, Nigel Thornberry. Nigel Thornberry. <laughs> Tim Curry. He, he reminds again. me too much of Nigel Th- uh, Thornberry. And I don't know. I just feel like we need like one serious character to kind of balance out the rest of the stuff. And in my mind, I'd always be Koran because Koran's the old butler kind of guy. Whereas oh, over here, he's not really like a butler. He's more like just I don't know. Like he was, I can't he was described it. as her as Allura's major domo. And I think I think Allura fits more into the reeling them in. She's she's not having a ton of fun with these guys, not yet anyway. No, she's, no, yet. she's she she's like taking things very seriously. Like she'll get them up just to just to train for like you know to form Voltron, and and that's why like they got frustrated with her because like you know she's working us to the bone, man. Like like we need a break, like. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and then like, let us like let us party or do something. <laughs> so then Hagar. Hagar doesn't get much. She's just she's kind of. I mean, her voice sounds great. I mean, oh yeah, Chris, Chris Summer is rocking that. And then my boy Neil Kaplan kicking yes. some ass as I'm like, dude, dude, that Zarkon's a great Zarkon. That is an amazing Zarkon. I mean, like Zarkon. yo, like n- no disrespect to Kevin Michael Richardson from Third Dimension who played Zarkon. <laughs> yeah, and no no disrespect to whoever played him in the original show, but like I don't know who played him. He's playing this, like, the, the Voltron Legend defender, Neil Kaplan, he's playing it like he is, I mean, this is also coming from the interview I did with him, he's playing it like he's in charge of the galaxy, and he is, he's got this this swagger and this confidence, he's not, he's not like, overconfident, like, he knows he's got this, he's got this on lock, and I mean, dude, and this, this is a moment that I, in the finale, where, when Zarkon can take on a lion by himself with... Self. 
Yeah, like, no robot, just by mm. himself. I'm like, that is an amazing we're effed moment. You really are effed at that point. Yeah. Like, like, like we're so effed. Not even the, I mean, the original ones, like, even thought, like, okay, I'm, I'm the most powerful being in the universe. If I can fight a lion or without, well, without my suit or anything, any type of, like, help, I will do it. And that's and that's that just shows that like oh dude these guys do not have a prayer unless they get better because that's the thing is that Voltron has as as even the first season demonstrated there's a lot to unlock with Voltron and even in some interviews yeah. they said like yeah Voltron will change a little bit over time and I'm like well I'm sure one that'll help with toys yeah. and now mm-hmm. but there's more to access about Voltron and you can also um, with an inference that since ten thousand years have passed that maybe Voltron isn't as isn't the strongest thing in the galaxy anymore. No. I don't think he is anymore because Allura keeps saying it, but I keep thinking 10,000 years and there's not anything more Voltron than Voltron right now in existence. And Like, you just made this one mystical machine that can't be topped even after 10,000 years of science, technology, and magic. I found it hard to believe. Well, here's here's the thing about Allura's people too, and about Voltron and all that. This is my this is a theory, right? Because there's a mm-hmm. line where Koran talks about how his grandfather built the Castle of Lions like 600 years ago, from his perspective. Yeah. So you got to think, okay, so Altaians are long lived, right? Mm-hmm. So my mm. theory is uh, Zarkon is Altaian, and it's over the 10,000 years he's like evolved into that kind of messed up looking face and he's also probably absorbed a ton of that quintessence and that's what's done to him and maybe that'll happen to Keith as well he'll get a little messed up as well and mm-hmm. like maybe or I guess there's there's the really far out theory that like Zarkon is actually Laura's father like I don't, don't think don't, that's please the case. don't do that please I don't, don't. I, don't I think... am I am your father dun, dun, dun. I think Darth no, Vader was good enough for that one yeah, I, I don't think that's the case. That. Him being Altaian is a possibility, I feel like. Oh, definitely. Most definitely. Yeah. I've thought about that, actually. Oh, and let's not forget the other greatest characters in the show. The uh, the Erusians. The Erusians are funny. Oh, dude. Those things are trippy. I thought they were on acid during that part for in the <laughs> beginning. <laughs> No, you're, I love. You're off, you're, I love the part where like uh, one of them is hugging Keith, right? And he he's just like, you're awfully cuddly. Thank you. <laughs> like, like, no, nobody goes like, you're off the coming. Thank you. Thank you. Like, uh, what? I was expecting, a, yeah. a, 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 you know, a kid. I was expecting a grown man voice. I, I loved, <laughs> someone did a screen cap where it was the uh, the Dance of Apology and it had the little subtitle called, like, now you'll do the Dance of Apology. And the caption under it was, when you really need to apologize. Yes. <laughs> and a fun fact... A fun fact for all you guys in the audience who might not know, a, uh, quite a few of the Erusians are actually based on some of the animators for the show. That really? if you look, um, the 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 Erusian that's going to be sacrificed on the fire is based on the design supervisor, uh, design supervisor Christine Bayan. I can't remember how you pronounce it for the life of me, even though I interviewed her. And if you look in one of the scenes at the start of the following episode, a bunch of the guys in the foreground there are also based on the animators as well. Oh, wow. Trivia, what's up? Just follow every Voltron crew member on Tumblr and you'll learn things too. <laughs> yeah, I need to start using Tumblr more, I guess. I, I have gone all in on this show. It is it is a little sad in a great way. That, like, this show is, like, my everything now. I'm like, this is this is the new hype. Like, I'm, I, 
I'm tired we need more. Of, I'm tired of being disappointed by certain other kids' franchises not naming any names. <clears throat> Power Rangers. What? Oh man. Lawn Wars. There, the I just and it's maybe not a fair comparison, right? Netflix. It's the team behind Avatar and Korra, right? Like these guys yeah. are at the top. Yeah. And even hey, then, I will, like, I will say this. DreamWorks did a phenomenal job on this. Mm-hmm. They got the right team, though, right? Like that's yeah, like the right team. Yes, the right team get the right series. They get 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 a good um feedback from your audience. You know. Well, not only that is that they went right from Legend of Korra to this show, so that that team was already in place. Because I mean, if any of you out there have seen Legend of Korra, and even if you haven't, everybody knows that the first two seasons of Legend of Korra were a little uneven. Um, this season one finale got a lot of flack at the time because that's all they thought they were going to get, so there was a lot of start and stop. So it was sort of like, oh, we can't really build up a storyline because it might end. And now, uh, if they've got six seasons, there's so much room to breathe and all these writers are so experienced. And that's one of the things I loved, going back to the comedy, is that the head writer, Tim Hedrick, was like, yeah, I don't think that comedy necessarily undercuts drama, and I think it actually enhances it. I actually think that like the comedy kind of helps like for like you know we're always dealing with the sad moments. You can always have some good moments too. Yeah, how like there to do them. That's great. Uh, or my one of my other favorite hunk lines is when they're they they first all together, all five lines are together, and they're like, "How do we form Voltron?" And he just crashes into Shiro. Combine. Fuck. <laughs> You're not doing it right. You're right. Or in the or in the second episode where they're all like hunk gets on top and it's like it's like what it's like no no I was definitely the head last time you said okay. I'm a leg I said a Thanks. lot of things. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite is in the first episode, and they're flying and Hunk's like, I think I'm gonna be sick, <laughs> <laughs> and he goes no. all over like the electronics and it's, uh, I think the line that they're in the time. Yeah. Oh, like, and- oh that's that sucks. One of my favorite lines from Hulk is um, when they're all about to, about to form Voltron. They're like, you know, like, I guess ready to form Voltron? He's like, right. And then he goes like, was everybody nodding when, when that happened? <laughs> was everybody nodding? He's like, yeah. they're like, yes. Because <laughs> I, I, I love that they actually point that out. Like, it's like, okay, you know, we're all in sync. You know, we're about to get, get, get it together. But then again, you're thinking like, is everybody doing the same thing I'm doing? Like, well, it's, it's, I, it's I can't a- tell. It's a great love. There's just enough self-referential humor where it isn't becoming a parody. That there is, it's like yeah. in the, it's like in the training episode where they're all like, they're all flying. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm no. still pretending to be excited. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm actually gonna bring up uh, something from the uh, the Voltron Force series that right. you know that came on a couple years back. Um, there was actually one particular line I did like in the episode. And yeah, shocking, right? I like, like, Voltron Force actually did something There are a lot of people who do. You're not the it, only one. Voltron Force did a lot of things right, actually, but that's just my opinion. Uh, it was the throwaway line with, uh, like, I can't remember the guy's name to save my life, but um, he was one of the newer members um, that joins later on. He one pointed of, one out of the three that kids. One of the three kids. Why? Right? Yeah. He pointed out that, okay. The bad guys aren't going to wait, wait for us to transform to Voltron. Like, you know, we literally are going to be sitting ducks while we're transforming. So, like, you know, we need to fix that. <laughs> Flash mode! <laughs> and that's... Okay, The I will say the only thing about Voltron Force that kind of put me off right off the bat was, like, the lion animation, great. Like, really awesome, love it. 
the character animation was not great. Yeah. 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 It, it was it was it was weak. It was pretty weak. Those designs and the way they moved, I'm like, ooh, this is a little too close to a flash cartoon. Little too close. Yeah. It kinda reminded me of, like the you ever watched like people like any of those PBS kids shows? Like that's what it reminded me of. Yeah, a little bit. I know exactly the kind of where it's there's just not unlike this show. There's just not that full range of of movement. There's kind of like a mm-hmm. limited frame. I'm not an animation person, but it just seems it seemed a little more limited than it needed. I guess they put all the money into the lions, right? Most yeah. likely, yeah. Most likely. <laughs> and the lions in this show, God, like the see the 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 3D and the 2D animation blends together so seamlessly. They did a great job with it. Mm-hmm. The design of the lions it, it, are great. Even though I'm not really a big fan, of, you know, like you know, I wish they had to kept the you know the Voltron music theme. I I I I want to guess that like once you hit whenever they form Blazing Sword for the first time in like season they four, might have it then that's when you'll hear like like the same riff it won't be exactly the same it'll be still be in that heavy synth sound they're going for yeah, which yeah. is very mm-hmm. 80s so true to that in that I way. mean they are doing 80s formats here so it works yeah I do like the intro though even though there's no like no lyrics to it it's actually just cool seeing all the lions like you know the pilots you know well the paladins i should say you know in the you know doing their own <laughs> thing it's it's a great looking it, it's a great looking intro i think the music for the show i don't think it's my favorite score ever it's not but it it does what it's supposed to do and it does it very yeah. very well it's not bad it's just not my favorite it's not my favorite nothing can you know not everything can be your favorite right 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 I think my favorite episode, if I had to pick one from all of them that I've seen, it would have to be the one where this the castle has been infected and everyone's like freaking out like, What's going on? <laughs> the food's attacking me. me. <laughs> I loved I that's that's easily my favorite episode by a mile. I love yeah. ship run amok episodes. I love and it's also it's a great way for the characters to bond with each other and there's a lot of funny moments, but then there's Shiro like losing his mind when Sendak is basically mind torturing him and he's getting these like mad yeah. PTSD things going and there's so much more and Sendak's still out there he's floating out in space doing something mm-hmm. yeah. I doubt he's dead cause, he'll be know, back one day don't worry he's one of those villains like I come back I always come back <laughs> yeah so the, I and I love I loved Lance getting trapped in the in the in the freezing pod that was great that was oh yeah <laughs> Oh, speaking of freezing pods, right? Okay, so when this show started, like, I thought to myself, there's no way the space mice are going to be in the show. They're too corny. They're too dumb. Like, if I was rebooting Voltron, that's the first thing I'd be like, not gone. But no, the space mice are in this show. And, and they kept really, them. And they do well. They're and really they're great. Psychic. They're and so they're cute. <laughs> they are so adorable. They're not, they're also, not like, overplayed. They serve a good purpose. Yeah. yeah. They they inform Allura that Pidge is a girl, which I thought was oh, really that that's also one of my favorite exchanges in the series. It's like, <laughs> do you have something to like tell me? Yeah, I like peanut butter and I like peanut butter cookies. Cheese. But I don't like peanut butter. <laughs> I'm like, Pidge, I get you. Peanuts are terrible. Yes. And also also I'm I get sweaty, but like that's nothing to do with the peanuts. <laughs> I want them to do it's, kind, it's kind of like it's, it's kind of like when you like it's not like you're when like dealing with the frame where you're telling like you know i i get it i know you i know how you are now like you can tell me like you know if you have a secret you want to tell me like you're gay or you're trans love, you know you tell me you know i'm her. the type of guy I, I'm, I'm that type of guy that'll, that'll be like 
you know, you can tell me, I don't care. Like, you know, like that's your thing. That's cool. Just, I just want you to tell me. Yeah. I love, I love I, Allura's troll face. <laughs> There's there at one frame <laughs> where she's just like, she's got this super like kind of derpy face where she's like, <laughs> but, uh, space, the space mice I, I got at the, I went to the Voltron art show in Los Angeles and they had a space mice print by the, uh, co-executive producer, Lauren Montgomery, who does, I believe designed the space mice. And they're so cute. And I see that every morning when I'm... I, dude, I have, like, four Voltron pieces up on my wall now. <laughs> really? the hype is so real, man. If you, if you go to a Hero Complex Gallery and you search Voltron, you can buy some of these prints. And they are gorgeous. So gorgeous. It's the new hype. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, just if you want to not have any money in your wallet, that's the way to do it. I'm going to lose some money now. There's some of them, some of them are relatively cheap. You can get some good ones, and these are done by like the crew of the show, right? This is, the, I mean, not that there's anything wrong with fan art. Fan art's great, mm-hmm. but th- this is done by the crew, and it shows. All right, hold on one second, guys. Okay, mm-hmm. but yeah, I definitely love the uh, the feel of this cartoon. Like once I got past my reservations with it, though, I must say, Anthony, and I'll tell Sam when, when he gets mm-hmm. back. Right. We need to have. Space Mice Voltron again, like in the '80s cartoon. Yes, <laughs> it must happen because must. holy crap! Could you imagine like the little mi- the mice like forming their own little space Voltron to go to their own mission? That would like, be adorable, time? and I would watch it every day. It needs really to, actually, you know what? No, no, no. We need a spinoff. There needs to be a spinoff of this now. I, I have would... I have settled this. We are making a spinoff for the Space Mice, and they will have like their own Voltron like thing and. They're going like their own little derpy adventures with like the stone people on. Uh, what was the planet called? Uh, Are we still talking? I'm back. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So right. we're, t- we're we're discussing my newest idea. What's your we newest idea? A, we need a spinoff of Voltron for the space mice, and they have like their little '80s space mice Voltron thing. Oh my and god! They like just protect. They they protect the little uh alteran. Is that what they're called alteran? The- the the Arusians, the Arusians, the Arusians, yeah. yeah. They're protected Arusians on a daily day basis, and I think that'd be fantastic. I want a spinoff. Just I want well, one. I want toys of, of the Arusians. Let me tell you, I want. I mean, I want plushies. I mean, there at the art show there were plushies of the space mice, but it was done by the crew, and you kind of wanted a more streamlined version. Um, I would love an Arusian plushie. I think I said this on Twitter. I think that if they played their cards right, and I don't think this needs to happen, but if they wanted to. This show could have like spin-off after spin-off after like you could have tie-in novels. And I'm talking like a Star Wars level of like like those guys in like the the 6th or 7th episode, those like sort of bounty, they weren't bounty hunters, they were like the whoever those people were. The one that was also voiced by somebody from The Walking Dead. The the, oh, the girl Steve Yoon? No, 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 not Steve Yoon. He I know he voiced Keith. Um there was yeah. the, the 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 one that like Lance had a thing for and then she like totally handcuffed him to a thing. That episode. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I don't remember I their names. And the robot. And but I think you could do a novel about them. Like I, I would love this to have like a big old expanded universe. They don't have to, you know, six seasons or whatever is totally enough to get my fill for uh, a franchise. For but now. I think if they wanted to, they could really open. I mean, because even as showing like that spinning of the whole galaxy, there's a whole galaxy they have to protect and you know, explore, and there, there's a lot of, there's a lot of potential. They could really turn this uh, into Norman a franchise. Norman Reedus. Norman Reedus. There we go, right? Oh, like, Norman Reedus? Yeah. Really? Yeah, yeah, dude. That's, I didn't know he was in this as well. 
Yeah, dude, they're yeah, just he was, yeah. power Netflix, man. Making it happen, dude. I mean, I guess well, they well, had, well, well, I guess, the I guess, for that, Ben. Go I guess it. since you see, yeah, Steven, you know, I guess, you know, Steven, you was like, hey, buddy, you know, you could want to come in for, you know, what's the, what's the character Voltron? <laughs> He's like, eh, yeah, sure, whatever, I guess. That's cute. You know what, I speaking, mean, this cast is so good. Holy crap. Like, there is not a weak actor in, like, even if you don't like no. the characters, they are all playing it to, like... Oh, yeah. They're, they're so they're so in it, and it would be so easy for everybody to be, like, a Hollywood star, right? Yeah, and just be like, uh, whatever, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm just coming in here, I'm gonna phone, like, like, they got, they would get, like, I don't know, Justin Bieber to be Keith or something, right? Like, it would be terrible! I would... That would, I would be terrible. It would, but that's how this show could have gone, right? It would be so easy yeah. for the show to be like that, but it's not. They got people who clearly—I mean, these are obviously a lot of experienced actors or voiceover people. Obviously, Josh Keaton is very well known as Peter Parker from Spectacular Spider-Man. He was great in that show. Mm -hmm. yes. Great in Green Lantern. Great. Um, Cree, no, yeah, Cree Summer who played Hagar, very, very, very well established. Uh, there was also. Kimberly Brooks, who plays Allura, who does... She's in Steven Universe, and she plays Jasper in Steven Universe, for all of you who are fans. Yeah, yeah I've, I've watched Steven Universe. Never seen uh, it. I probably said at some point, though, just to go to... I, I hear fan. it's very good. I, I have not seen it myself. It is, it is pretty good. I haven't watched the entirety of it. I'm just, I'm just only still watching season one. Cause, mm -hmm. yeah, it's like it's like an episode format. You only... You like Every episode, like thir it's like 13 or like 11 minutes you know, long. So, like... Yeah, that'll do it. Between, they'll have like maybe one episode that's like you know a, a full tw you know twenty minutes or so. Right. Dude. Then you got Sin, who plays um, the girl, the girl in Arrow. Well, her character. Yeah, is uh, Bex, her, Bex. her, her, Bex, uh, Taylor Klaus. And yeah. She's she's been in a couple different things. And yeah. Arrow, Scream. She she's been in. I know I'm forgetting a big one. I Zombie. I Zombie. I Zombie. That's right. mm Hmm. Um, there was I another one. There's, there's some. I'm, I feel like I'm forgetting a big one. And I, I feel oh, like the killing, the killing. That was it. And yeah, she, uh, she was apparently very, very good in that. And then we like, also she's have... just killing it. Like, like literally, she is killing it. Like, like well, I mean, she is an eye zombie. No, mm -hmm. no, no pun mm -hmm. intended. Tyler <laughs> Labine. I don't know if you guys ever watched the show Reaper, but he was hilarious. I, in yes, that. I, remember, I remember Reaper. Have you ever seen uh, what was it uh, Tuck it was it Tuck and Oh Tucker Tuck and Dale vs Evil. Yes, yeah. oh. Evil, yes, that's that's him. That's the uh, also that's also featuring our boy from Power Rangers, Brandon J McLaren. I was like, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> And so he's so great. And they got Reese Darby, who's from, he was on Flight of the Concords and a bunch of other probably British stuff, to be Koran. I mean, again, if, even if you don't like the guy, he's 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 playing that I like part. It. I like Reese it. looks so much like Koran at her. It's amazing to me. <laughs> I'm looking real. at a photo on Wikipedia right now. And of course, we mentioned Neil Kaplan is just yeah. murdering it as, as Zarkon. And then, of course, of course, Steven Yoon, or Steve Yoon, as uh, Keith. Keith. Rocking it, rocking it, loving it, loving it. And even though I don't remember her name, she tweeted at me the other day. The girl who plays Shay, the rock, the rock, the rock lady, she's mm. really good. Too. Like, oh, even the incidental all parts. I think they also like have every... a big director and this. This. I show. mean, Netflix has so much money, like to do like amazing stuff. It's amazing what they're doing right now. It really, it really, it really is. I'm, I'm delighted that this show, because this show could have so easily been just kind of like, oh, it's kind of there. It's fun for like nostalgia, but it doesn't really have anything new to offer to new fans. 
and it, I mean, I'm sure you guys have seen it on Twitter and elsewhere online. Like this show is really blowing up with people. I think it's going to just oh, yeah. blow up as more and more people discover it. One of our other staff members was talking about it's on their way to Biocon the other day. Mm-hmm. She hadn't really watched a lot of Voltron. Like she watched a little bit here and there, but not like religious like we did. And she watched it. She's like, Riz, I love the new Voltron. It's amazing. And I'm like, yes, more people are loving Voltron. And that's the good Yay. thing, right? That a lot of people now will be like, hey, where did the show come from? And they'll want to check out the old stuff. They'll want to go back and rewatch OG Voltron. And maybe some of them will be like, eh, this is old. I don't care. But it helps keeps the brand alive. And I think a lot of people like, I, I at some point, I would love to watch all of OG Voltron. If I, if I sit through third dimension, I think I can watch. You OG got Voltron. this. You got this. Okay. I, I, I this. watched all of Voltron, the original again. Like maybe six years ago, it no, was, was it still just, really it was good. Just, was it just lions, or did you watch Vehicle Two? Never watched Vehicle. Um, I watched episode one of Vehicle. Oh, okay, okay so that's right. That's right. That's right. So maybe I don't <clears> know, like this. I want to hug Legendary Defender. It's so good. It's it so is. I love it. Also, um, you may freak out over this one, but I found on that Hero Complex thing you're talking about, mm-hmm. they have a plus of the space mice yep. living. And the castle sip. I've yes. seen that. I just I just saw that like just like just recently. Yeah. It's so, so cute. These guys so cute. are great. They, I'm there was I don't think there was anything about the show that I really disliked. I I there was no missed beat. There was no like oh I kind of wish they had done this. I think it's a perfect introduction to what is set yeah. up for the future. And because the characters are so good. Oh, dude, like I know. my my Voltron watching. I was going to tell this story earlier. I had seen the premiere, and I was like, dude, I'm so hyped for this show. And I was, I had to go to work that Friday, but I was like, i got to see this before I go to work. So I got up at 3 a.m., and I oh sat there, and I watched the rest of the episodes. Thankfully, because of the premiere, there was only like 9 or whatever, or 10. And I was like, oh, my God. And I couldn't, and I was, like, so messed up. There was, I had to, like, shoot video for a graduation. It was awful. But, oh, man. That, that but, sucks. But it was worth. It was so worth. Because you know what happened? The next day, watched it all again. <laughs> <laughs> well, also because I was doing that review for Den of Geeks, so I had to, like, take notes. Right, right, that. yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude. And uh, I think that anybody who is, like, because uh, I've been telling everybody, I'm like, this is the best thing on TV, like, Game of Thrones, just go, go go somewhere else because the the real king of television is here and people hear that and they're like oh dude James we talk about it's just a kid show I'm like no man like just it's not kids it, though yeah just because just and we've all of us have said this whether it's about anime power rangers or whatever um just because it it is just because kids can watch it does not mean that there's not entertainment to be found for adults oh yeah most definitely yeah I wish more shows and, had humor like Voltron. I wish more action series. Because, like, these days, if you have an action series, more likely than not, except for some shows, like, there's a show on sci-fi called Killjoys, which I love and I think has a very similar tone, most action shows are very serious. Mm-hmm. That's not bad. Right. Just not for me. Right. Yeah, exactly. I like the shows that can balance to a, to a point where you can, you know, not get overwhelmed with either too much comedy, too much action... There's a nice little intermediate there. Good balance, you know. Yeah. I think that. The, no, you go, man. So I'm sorry. That's fine. Um, it's just that, like, I was like kind of worried. Like, I was like, okay, like, what if the what if the phone was lying to me? What if you know? What if you know? It's 
it's it's claiming it's good, but it's not gonna be actually good. But you can actually watch it, you're like, wow, I was right. It, it's really good. Like I was I was wrong. Like that's like that's one thing I love being proven wrong. Like especially when a good show like this comes around. Yeah, because you're always afraid. Yeah. I mean, I was. This is a show that I'm not afraid to hype to people because I think it lives up to any amount of hype because. It's so... Um, again, I'm just going to talk about another of my favorite moments. It was the start of episode 7 or 8, the one where they're about to go back to Balmera. And they're yes. all like... They're mm-hmm. talking about the lasers. And like, pow, pow, pow. <laughs> what, what, what are you talking about? No, no. It was more like... <laughs> no, no. It was more like... <laughs> and then Shiro's like, guys, stop. Okay. Actually, it was more like... It's literally this. Yeah. Blam, blam, blam. <laughs> they're like, what? No, wrong. <laughs> And that to me, I, I love We're that. Like, cute. Shiro doesn't get in on a lot of the jokes in the show, and it's great that he like just gets right down on their level for that bit. And it's like, okay, yeah. maybe, he is, maybe he is a teenager. Pew. He definitely has a teen- teenager at heart. Well, I mean, to, I mean he, like, he's just been through traumatic experience, you know, which, which, you know, something. I mean, if we were in his shoes, I'm pretty sure we wouldn't be as like happy go lucky as he is, you know, uh, all, all the others would be. Although I don't know why they're sending sixteen-year-olds into space, I, I don't know what that's about. <laughs> I don't know either. Well, that—that's the interesting well, thing about the show too is that the technology level seen in the show. This is the, where the real sci-fi geek in me comes out. This—the tech level in this show is something you don't see in a lot of science fiction because in most science fiction, it's either it's Earth of today and then an alien comes down, or it's it's the it's Star Trek, it's Earth of the the twenty-third century and we're super advanced here. Like, oh, we just gotten to Pluto. We haven't gotten out of our own solar system. Oh, we can get to Pluto, but it takes, like, a couple months. Yeah. And I like that technology level. And I think that there's also, I definitely think there's something going on with Earth in the show. I don't know if they're, they, they don't, maybe, they must know something about Zarkon or the, the evil forces out there. Because there was that whole cover-up about Shiro. Yeah. And there was the mm-hmm. cover-up when he came back. Although it may have just been, oh, we can't let the public know they're aliens. It will cause yeah, huge amounts of panic. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah. I think in, like, season five or something, maybe earlier, <laughs> I don't know, they're going to go back to Earth and... That's what I'm hoping for. I hope things are going to hit the fan. Like, yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. I hope you know, it goes down. Mm. You know? So, you guys want to start doing uh, closing thoughts? Because I think you have to go through the same right statements and I have... Uh, parent thing coming up in a bit too. Oh yeah, yeah, sure. And, sure. I, need, and I need, and I need to eat because I'm starving. Oh, eating? Who does that? Um, Food's not important. All that's important is Voltron. You watch that and you feel sustained and happy yeah. as a human being. No, God, exactly. please eat. Please eat. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, I can go first. Uh, why not? Go for it. Go for it. Um, like I said, this is everything that I've wanted in a television program. I animated or live action i think i wish there were more shows like this i mean not every show can be right but mm-hmm. i think that what the writers the producers the animators everybody who works on this show the actors mm-hmm. have really brought together is that they've their excitement comes through in the show that they know they're making something awesome they're all putting 170 percent into this maybe 200 percent a thousand percent and that shows on screen. And what's great mm-hmm. that they're on Netflix, and I guess what also DreamWorks is letting them do, they're letting them be that awesome. I don't think that there's. I mean, I'm sure, like in 20 years when the show's long over, you know, you'll get an you'll get an interview with Joaquin Dos Santos, where he'll be like, actually, like we had all these ideas, and then we had to change it, like, or maybe not. I don't know. But I <laughs> think you never know. They're letting I them. Guess, I... They're letting them be awesome. They're letting them yeah, do yes. great things. And 
all I can say is I'm looking forward to spring 2017 because that's when the toy line drops and I will buy every figure. Must. There you go. It all, everything. I did a Voltron model now. 10 out of 10. Good, because you know me, I'm already like starting collecting, you know, figurines and stuff already, so, you know. Yeah. So they got that build up, but then again, there's this, you have to adult sometimes. I hate to be an adult. But. Can't spend all your money on toys, what? No, God, yeah, please. Yeah. You know, please you know, spend enough money to pay your rent. Yeah, yeah. pay <laughs> rent first and get your food and your gas and then maybe think about it. That, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, so I'm done with my thoughts, so please go. Yeah. Anthony? Oh, um, the, the show is just phenomenal. Like, um, I'm loving it from the get go. Like, as soon as the, like, it's first, like, few minutes of just watching it i'm just like i'm hooked on already and then when you like actually meet the characters you're just like like these are actually people in my eyes like they're not just like just people like you know being created as you know as on entertainment these i feel that these people are actually like real like you know like that's, that's how dedicated to the, to the show that they these people were wanted you know they wanted to make the characters seem like they were real and they are real in you know in the eyes of the people yeah it's just that great. All right. So I guess I'll go next. Um, as you guys heard in the podcast, I've been kind of like, on. I was on, def- on defense at the beginning, but I truly love this uh, card. That's a lot more now. Like, I can't get over how much I love it. Like, when you have a when you have something that can really move you to tears, like how when Alphor was telling Allura, just let me go, you must let me go for the betterment of your, like, entire sip. Oh, God! I had feels. tears. I had so many feels. And at that moment, I was like, okay, no. This is, this is the new Voltron. I have to accept it. Whatever misgivings I've had with, like, not being the same thing as the past, I'm over it. I'm done. Okay, I this, is I this is it. This is it, right here. This is the pinnacle, <laughs> this is the pinnacle of American animation right here. Holy, oh my God. Like, there's a few so, things yes. anime could learn from this too. Just throwing that yes. out. Yes, no, definitely, definitely, yes. A lot of animes are falling start to even like compare with this. Like, I'll be the first to say it. Um, Voltron just did a lot of good things that were just amazing to me. Major props Agreed. to Studio Mur, people who animated this in Korea, South Korea. They they killed it. The show is beautiful. They did. They really did. But um. Yeah, Samus, thanks for being here, man. We really appreciate having yeah, you air. It's an, it's an honor to, like, to, to, you know, actually talk to you and, like, you know, because I've been a fan of yours for years, and now I get to finally actually do, like, a like a, a freaking, you know, a podcast. review with you. A podcast review, yeah, review with you. Yeah, dude, I'm, I'm thank you guys so much for supporting the, the work I've been in for so long, and I, I'm more than happy to repay that. I'm, I know that I've been in your ears for a long time and that that's 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 a great feeling for me to know that uh yeah. I'm I'm with you guys in that way and now I can be part of part of this a little a little part of this as well. Indeed. When we do season 2 of Voltron you have to come back. Oh my gosh, yeah dude, when is it coming out? Next week? <laughs> Next week, right? It's coming tonight, soon, right? right? Tonight? 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 Right now? All right, start binge watching. No, I, I I honestly if I had to guess it will probably be when the toy line comes out or like right after it. So That's what I'm thinking too. Yeah, so I'm, my my guess is spring 2017, but maybe it'll just drop in June again. Who knows, right? Yeah. It's not yeah, soon enough. Not Guys, soon it's, it's been it's only been a few weeks since Voltron. It's felt like an eternity. It's been too long. We need it. Why isn't there more? 
because Netflix needs to have time to make more awesomeness. Yeah, that's that's my that's what I tell myself. That's fine. You know what? You know actually, you know what? No, it's not fine. Those are excuses. Netflix, I want you to just dump every other original show you've got and put all of your billions into Voltron to get this show done right now. Netflix, Netflix needs to buy land from The Walking Dead and send him to the studio. He's like, you're off property now. Like, just just lock him in the studio. Just lock all the actors in the studio and be like, Ew. you guys are going to finish this show and like lock all the writers in. Like, You guys can't he's leave like, until it's done. He's like, no. He's like, no. Don't do it. I have, I have a family. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm by the end of the now. show, they'll all be the walking dead. No, no, but really, you know, it's as much as we want the next season to be out now. Uh, it's good to have a little bit of a wait so you can uh, appreciate and relish and have these kind of discussions. Most definitely. Anyway, uh, we are Anime Declassified. You can find us on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube. Um, For more stuff by us, check out AnimeSecrets.org. We have a sister podcast, Toku Secrets, where we have a lot of our stuff on there on iTunes, Google Play as well. And we have a lot more things coming out from different conventions we're going to right now. So please stay tuned, and we'll see you all next time. Thank you. Let's Voltron! (laughs) Dinotherms connected! Infracells up! Mega thrusters are go! Let's Let's go! go. Voltron Voltron Force! Go!